Today, we've got a very interesting paper talking about exercise and immune system. As we all know, immune system is very relevant right now in the pandemic climate that we're living in. Hi everyone, this is Dr. Lat Mansour, research lead of HVMN. Welcome to this episode of Research Roundup. So let's dive straight into it. Multiple studies have showed that moderate exercise is beneficial, especially for elderly and those with chronic diseases. Now, there's another school of thought saying that too much exercise is not good for you, is not good for the immune system, and you get decrease in T-cells. So who is right and what are the evidence around it? The paper is titled, Can Exercise Affect Immune Function to Increase Susceptibility to Infection? Now, this paper actually is a debate article instead of an original research, meaning that they don't run the experiments. Instead, they pit two groups of researchers against each other, and they argue the points based on substantial evidence on whether exercise is important and improve the immune system or vice versa. Now, in order to organize the arguments between these two groups of experts in exercise physiology, they categorize the questions into four subcategories. First subquestion, whether or not athletes are more susceptible to infections than the general population, specifically upper respiratory infection. Second, whether exercise per se is capable of altering immunity to increase infection risk independently of the multiple factors that are unique to the study population involved. Three, the usefulness of certain biomarkers and the interpretation of in vitro and in vivo data to monitor immune health in those who perform arduous exercise. And last point is the quality of scientific evidence that has been used to substantiate claims for and against the potential negative effects of strenuous exercise on immunity and infection risks. Let's dive straight into the yes case, meaning that this group says yes, exercise can actually suppress immune system and make you more susceptible to infections. Immune system is being affected by different facets of exercise, and that includes duration, the workload, as well as intensity. They even included a very nice diagram showing a sweet spot where not doing too much nor too little of exercise may be beneficial to the immune system. So onto the argument, they provided animal studies that showed exercise-induced immune dysfunction with increased susceptibility to respiratory infection in vivo, meaning that these animals actually have got a suppression of immune system and increased the susceptibility to respiratory infection when they are doing strenuous exercises. The second point that they put forward is that 7% of elite athletes experience illness episodes with respiratory illness as the major cause of presentation, up to 64%, and infection, the most common diagnosis, up to 58% by medical teams during international sports events. Now, this means that 7% of the elite athletes fell ill during international competitions, and majority of these cases are respiratory illnesses caused by infection. So that is the main point they're trying to, to put forth. And now let's get into the immune biomarkers that they put forth into identifying whether or not strenuous exercise will cause immune system to be suppressed. A study showed exercise-induced decline in cytotoxic T-cell may prompt virus reactivation. Another study showed viral reactivation of EBV, Epstein-Barr virus, detected in saliva associated with prior reduction in salivary immunoglobulin A levels. Longitudinal studies also have identified the impact of intense training over both short and long periods 
on immune suppression and increased incidence of upper respiratory infection. These three different um, points basically pointed out that intense exercise actually reduces the immune biomarkers and showing that it increases the susceptibility to upper respiratory illnesses. So they close out the argument by saying that based on the evidence in animals, in cells, as well as in humans with multiple laboratory tests showing that strenuous exercise actually decreased the immune system capability of fighting off infections. Now, at this point, when I read the paper, I thought everything seems very logical, you know, based on the evidence that if you do too much, then you will actually suppress your immune system. However, now let's look into the no case. How will they put forth their arguments and rebut the yes case? Now, before they even dive into saying that too much exercise is harmful to your immune system, they ask a simple question, is exercise even negatively impact your immune system on a healthy individual to begin with? So they started out putting um, evidence around exercise lowering lymphocytes. So what they have seen is that during exercise, there is an increase in lymphocyte cell numbers, but then shortly after, there is an acute drop of lymphocyte cells. And what the general understanding was around the, the discovery of this is that Oh, so exercise actually decreases the T cells and it decreases the cell immune systems um, to fight off infections. So therefore, exercise is not good for immune system. And then they also put forth more recent research that showed that it has not just simply disappeared. The T cells actually was reallocated to organs. And therefore, when you measure the T cells in blood, you saw a decrease but they're being reallocated to organs. Now, what does that mean? So what they are hypothesizing now is that because of exercise, these cells are being redistributed into organs to deal with any form of damage or inflammation, especially when exercise actually increases the energy um, intake and everything. So all these different cells are being redistributed to different organs and therefore not appearing in the blood. That does not mean that your immune system is weakened. So that is argument number one. Argument number two, at a systemic level, it actually has never been shown that exercise decreases immunoglobulin production in plasma, which means using IgA in saliva to measure your immune system um, capabilities is very, very variable because there is inter-individual variability as well as intra-individual, meaning that if you take the IgA measurement of your saliva during different times of the day or based on different activities, whether you are lack of sleep or you are ill, it gives different measurements. So with this variation between inter and intra-individual, it is very hard to conclude that exercise per se decrease IgA in saliva, therefore decreases immune system. Based on the yes case earlier, they were talking about international competitions where they measure majority of the illnesses reported by these athletes um, were infection-based and they were having reduced immune system because they were exercising too strenuously. But these are ultimately observational studies and the no case experts basically said that most of these studies were not confirmed by laboratory testing. And even when laboratory testing was involved, only one third turns out to be genuine infections. The other illnesses 
were caused by asthma, allergy, or even non-mucosal inflammation. Now, this shows that exercise per se may not be the cause of a suppressed immune system. And on top of that, these athletes travel long-haul flights and you know, lack of sleep, and all these factors actually contribute towards a lowered immune system, if anything, that causes increase in infection. It has been shown that one third of the people attending mass participation in religious gathering reported infections, meaning that when you have a large group of people gathering at one place from different parts of the world, there is increase in interaction and therefore you get increase of infection, as we can see in this pandemic climate that we're living in right now. So that's why we need to be six foot away from each other and use precautionary measures to make sure that we don't have that much interaction to increase the infections. So they're basically poking holes into the evidence to date that says it is insufficient to conclude or even throw a blanketed statement out there that says exercise per se decreases the capability of immune system or exercise as pan-immunosuppressive and in addition, when they looked at studies where people were administered vaccines right after exercise and they measured it two weeks later and they look at the title of antibodies, they either see unchanged or increased antibodies. Meaning that no, your immune system was not compromised or suppressed after exercise. So those are very, very strong points here. Now let's tie all of that together and look at what are the points of agreement here between the two different groups. One says exercise is bad for you or strenuous exercise actually decreases immune system response and increased susceptibility to infection or the no group saying that exercise actually is good for you and it does not decrease your immune system because the evidence is lacking. Point one of agreement. Regular bouts of moderate to vigorous intensity exercise are beneficial for the normal functioning of the immune system. Now, good thing is both groups agree that moderate to vigorous intensity exercise on a consistent level actually is beneficial to your immune system. Point of agreement number two, both groups acknowledge that factors such as stress, sleep, nutrition, circadian rhythm, and infection vaccination history could directly impact or contribute to impaired immunity and infection risk. So it is a multifaceted, multidisciplinary area where we can't just pinpoint exercise as a single cause of increased infection. There are so many other things that we need to consider here. Point of agreement number three, more research with multiomics, immunometabolism, and including measures of co-founding factors to be able to tease out exercise and its impact. So again, when so many compounding factors are involved, we need to be able to employ more advanced technology that are able to tease out these other factors and single out if exercise is the one and only cause. Point of agreement number four, both camps acknowledge that the field has moved on substantially from salivary IgA and total blood lymphocyte counts after acute exercise as measures of immune competency. So we need to find other ways to measure a systemic level immune system response as an effect of exercise or as a response to infection. So now onto the big conclusion of the paper. First of all, I want to point out that this paper, the title says, can exercise affect immune function and increase susceptibility to infection? 
But in fact, we do realize after reading the paper that it's actually asking the question, is strenuous exercise negatively affecting immune system and therefore increasing susceptibility to infection. So they are focusing a lot on strenuous exercise. So that's an important difference to know here, what they are actually trying to argue and what they're actually trying to substantiate. The second point is there are so many other compounding factors that may contribute to a suppressed immune system and not just exercise per se. More information and more evidence as well as more advanced technology is needed in order to identify that exercise is the cause. And talking about technology, the experimental pathogen antigen challenge studies in humans could be revisited. For example, incorporating more advanced technologies such as real-time PCR, um, proteomics, metabolomics, really looking at the interactions between these different factors, different enzymes and proteins could provide us with a better insight as to how the whole immune system interact with each other. Another point that is worth noticing is also emotional intelligence as well as mental toughness actually play quite a big role in um, adaptation as well as ability to regulate mood and psychological strain when strenuous exercise is being done. And at the end, the author did mention that the messaging of this article is very important as to not trivialize one side nor the other. Um, so for example, they don't want to say that you know we should look at illnesses from military or professional athletes lightly and, and we should really pay attention to this because if we say that exercise does not um, decrease your immune system capability of fighting infections then these are just insignificant no that's not true because you know to some extent it does affect uh, immune system and on the other hand if we say that um, exercise is immunosuppressive then this may discourage healthcare professionals from recommending health, um, from recommending exercise recommendations for general well-being or the health of like chronic disease patients. So we don't want one or the other. If anything, this article provides an impetus for a more, you know, advanced research to be done in real-life setting with more um, biomarkers being involved um, and the interactions between different uh, immune cell types. Those research will give us a better understanding and a much more wholesome insight as to um, exercise itself or together with other factors may have a bigger impact on our immune system. So overall, what is my take on this? Exercise on its own, it's, it's quite beneficial, be it decreasing risk of chronic diseases, be it you know maintaining your immune system response, or even in the general well-being as well as you know really uh, maintaining your psychological um, stress and anxiety and all that. I think both groups agree that exercise has that positive impact. Now, the argument that they put forth is more around strenuous exercise. But for us, you know, general public, I think the take from this paper is that especially in this climate of COVID-19 pandemic, it is important for us to stay active. It is important for us to stay healthy, you know, make sure you regulate your sleep, your stress and everything else appropriately adapting to you know wherever you are in the world whether it's complete lockdown or partial lockdown or just working from home it's good for us to be very conscious in adapting to that lifestyle but at the same time regulate all these other aspects of our lives positively in order to then contribute to our immune system response in order to fight off infections it could be COVID-19 it could be a simple flu but 
it's very important, especially right now for us to stay safe and stay healthy. As always, if you're watching on YouTube, please leave a comment, have a discussion with us. If you're listening on podcasts, email us at podcast.hvmn.com and give us a like, subscribe, and we really appreciate your contribution and your help and your support. And as usual, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay active. However, let's look into the no case where this different group of experts in exercise physiology argue their case. That was a simple sentence. I don't know why I fuck it up so much. <laughs> um... <laughs>